You're listening to the Porch Time Podcast. I'm so excited. Are we doing this? I think we're doing this. Mm -hmm. Here we go. Hello, everyone, and I'm so sorry again for my delay on these episodes. We were supposed to release my mom interviewing my grandfather this week because I'm out of town, but we're actually just going to use that as um, a bonus episode or maybe re-interview him. He's 89, so it can be a little complicated, but he's truly the absolute best, and I want you to all hear from him. Regardless, my mom ended up recording for me this week, my also my co-founder, and I'm just really excited for you all to hear her solo and to hear from her. She speaks on love, and it's just you're going to get so much out of it. I am here in Sicily right now in Palermo. We are doing wedding prep and, and wedding stuff, so all of that stuff I was talking about, so I wasn't able to be there for this week's episode, and my mom took over so beautifully and brilliantly, and I just can't wait for you all to hear from her. And if you all enjoy it, we're probably going to have to keep having her get behind the mic. It's just so special. And sorry if my sound is a bit off. I don't have my mics on me. But thanks all for tuning in. And I'm going to let my mom take it away from here. So enjoy this episode. It's ad-free. And keep sending us requests for who you want us to have on, feedback, all the things. We are always listening. And we're just so grateful that you're here listening to the Porch Time Podcast. Enjoy, enjoy today's episode. It's a good one. Bye. So here I am doing my first solo show as the CMO, Chief Mama Officer of all the babies. Um, I can't say this is comfortable yet, but I'm going to go with it and see where it leads. Jenny Drew, my adorable daughter, is in Italy right now with her beautiful fiance, Alex. And they're doing some preparations for their glorious wedding coming up in July. And since it's a couple days after Valentine's, I thought, well, maybe I'll talk about love. Love's a great subject. And it speaks to every age and every demographic. Um, so a mother's love. Wow, what a journey that is. Um, I was a few months shy, a few weeks shy of 20 when I had Colby, our firstborn. I was 24 when I had Jenny Drew. Started very young, but very happy to be a young mom. And uh, my husband and I, Bobby, in June, we celebrated 32 years of marriage. An incredible ride and roller coaster and we ended up at the venue where Jenny Drew and Alex are going to get married and it felt very full circle because it was such a celebration of love and such a celebration of Jenny Drew and motherhood and everything special and sacred. So I'm really looking forward to the wedding, and we'll talk more about that. But a mother's love. I've, uh, I have a theory that 
parenting is a three-generational journey. It takes three generations to kind of get it on the right path. And each generation is important and glorious in that destination, toward leading towards that destination. And, and so I feel like I'm kind of smack dab in the middle of the three generations. My mom did a tremendous job overcoming some weaknesses that her mother had and then carried on her strengths into her own motherhood. But those weaknesses left a void in in my motherhood that I wanted to overcome. And I remember um, really specifically, I had a moment that was transformational for me. Um, I was at my son's end of the year party and I think he must have been in like kindergarten. And there was this fabulous mother. I think she had like four or five kids. And she knew everyone's names. And she had brought popsicles for everyone. She'd been part of the end of the year show. Like she was just so invested. And all the children knew her. And I looked around and I realized I didn't know a single child in my son's class. And I didn't know their names. I had never really been present for any of his school moments. And I was driving home. You know when you have those memories that are so vivid that you can see where you were when the when the moment happens? And I was driving home and I specifically remember I'm on the freeway and I just did this 180 in my motherhood. And I said, I am going to be different. My mom was very present. She in terms of she took me to school, she drove a long way to get me there, picked me up, she took me to dance class, brought me home, very invested in the the doing of that day-to-day. But in terms of really jumping in and getting to um, live and breathe inside of a child's experience, I didn't feel that, I didn't have an example of that. And I wanted to be that. I wanted to be that mom that showed up and knew every single kid's name in the classroom and showed up on field trips and just went the extra mile and just was so invested in raising my children that I would have no regrets. And I would, I just wanted to be present as their mother. Um, so that's what I did that very day on the freeway, I made a decision that I would do a 180 um, as a mom. And I started volunteering once a week in their classrooms. I went on every field trip. Because I had a dance background, I choreographed every single show that they were ever in at school. Um, When they went to a co-op, I was there once a week volunteering and that was really transformative for me, especially later on down the line. Um, and I just, I took them to parks and, and we went on adventures together and every weekend was a new adventure with all the wonderful girlfriends that we all raised our kids together. And Jenny Drew's talked about that a lot. So that group of fabulous women, we went on adventures and, um, every adventure was new for me because I hadn't been on those. 
as a kid. Um, it was amazing. Also, Jenny Drew was a soccer player, and I was very disciplined ballet dancer, and that is a full-time commitment growing up. And uh, so I missed out on a lot of, of life because of that. You have to be so focused and so single-minded to, to pursue a classical art form. Um, and so when Jenny Drew came to me at six, was she six or younger, five, she'd been in ballet for two and a half years, of course, and she came to me and she said, after she'd played her first game of soccer, she said, Mom, I'm not a dancer, I'm an athlete. I shed a few tears and then became a soccer mom. And again, motherhood is what informed the expansion of life for me. I got to experience sports and all these things that I'd never experienced as a, as a child myself. And that was so much fun. So we did soccer and showed up every weekend and toured all over the place and it was fantastic. Um, so I, I love motherhood. I love, I love motherhood at every stage. My kids are my best friends. Um, I admire them more than I admire any human being on the planet. I just, I think they're so unique. And one of the things I love about them is they are uniquely themselves. And I know I really fought for that um, growing up trying to find and figure out my own sense of identity. I, I find the process of seeking out your own identity and figuring out uniquely who you are because it's only in the uniqueness of you that you find your fullness. So I've always been on that journey. What is the fullest representation of how I am uniquely made and what I am uniquely made for? And that's part of that three generational belief that my kids are that third generation and I feel that because of the changes my mother made and because of the changes I made that they are going to not only in their own humanity but in their own parenthood they're already exercising that unique sense of self that is a treasure it's an absolute treasure so um, I see that in Jenny Drew, I see that in Colby, and it's, it's something that we're always working for in life, because that has to be fine-tuned, and it's like an onion, it comes off in layers. And um, the more vulnerable you can be with yourself, the more transparent you can be with yourself, the more honest and humble, I think the more aligned you can be with who you really are and what you're really made for. Um, that's a lot. Okay, what else? Love, love. All right, the other thing I love is um, I love marriage. And not because it's easy, because I think it's actually the hardest thing on the planet. Um, but I love marriage because I believe in the covenant of marriage. And I believe that... Uh, when we commit to that one person that we're meant to be with or that we say yes to, I know for me, 
it was very much a love at first sight type of story. I knew without a doubt that Bobby was the man of my lifetime. And he knew that about me. And that does give you an incredible sense of foundational anchoredness in that relationship that till death you do part no matter what happens um but the in-between between those the commitment of that covenant and until the end of your your life together there's a lot of room for growth and um I admire commitment because it compels me to change and because we can't change other people we can't in any relationship we can't we can change ourselves we can surrender things that we can't control which I think is um, a, a really wise uh, act of grace so if you can't change the other person it, it forces change and these key relationships these either being a you know a parent a spouse or a really good covenant friendship or even a you know having a relationship with your own parents those key relationships in life are what transform us and we can run away from the struggle of them or we can run into it and allow the struggle to change us and and I did that um, there were many times where I had to surrender ideals that I had about marriage those Cinderella stories that we believe um, but not even Cinderella stories. sometimes it's just basic you know desires needs that need to get met a different way um, and so I did a lot of surrendering of that and believing and hoping and believing and hoping and believing that change would one day come but even if it didn't I was committed and that changed me it, it really did it transformed me and then the remarkable thing about that was then with time it transformed Bobby and I have to say that I'm so glad that we both were committed that we were both patient because we both made so many mistakes in inside of marriage but those mistakes have made us stronger and they've made our marriage stronger so it really was incredible to go to the venue where Jenny, Drew, and Alex are going to be married because marriage is on the mind and covenant is on the mind and love is on the mind and and we all just really want to be the best version of ourselves and have the best version of our relationships and sometimes the most unexpected moments, times and places come in and invite that opportunity for transformation and that chance to really breathe and come home to yourself and um i feel like that's that opportunity of was uh came to came to bobby and my door when we stepped into this beautiful venue in sicily 
where my daughter is right now. So I guess it's apropos that I'm here talking while she's over there. Um, so yes, love, marriage, love, motherhood. Um, love of self. Wow, that's one, isn't it? That's the toughest one, I think. Um, because it's so often based on other people's perception, the way we, we've been treated by other people, the way we allow them to treat us, um, the way we see ourselves through other people's eyes, wanting to impress others. Um, it's so hard to find a genuine, healthy love of self. self. So when you look in the mirror, um, you're not looking with a critical eye, you're looking with a constructive eye. When you look in the mirror, you're not um, creating a false image or understanding of who you are, but you're coming to yourself with genuineness and authenticity. And I think it takes a really long time to grow into a, a true understanding of self when you look in the mirror and see a reflection of who you really are and how you're, how you're really made, just the, the beauty of how you're made. And um, I think about, you know, Jenny Drew in her 20s looking in the mirror and my husband recently pulled out a bunch of pictures when I was in my 20s. Oh my goodness. One thing I have to say to you, 20-somethings, even 30-somethings, oh, enjoy youth. Enjoy youth. When you look in the mirror, love what you see. Love what you see because youth is fleeting. It comes, it comes and goes very quickly. It's the shortest part of life. Um, and it's beautiful. It's a beautiful part of life. It really is. But it's, it's short. And so when you look at yourself, see your beauty. Please don't deny your beauty. Just enjoy your flaws, your imperfections. Treat them with care and kindness. Always work to make yourself better. I'm not saying that. I'm learning self-care way late in life. But always work to make yourself better. Always work to be at your very best version of yourself. But when you look at yourself, appreciate yourself. See your innate beauty, especially when you're young. Because when you get older, you're constantly comparing yourself to your youth and the beauty of your youth. And so when you're young, enjoy it. Appreciate it. Appreciate who you are. Appreciate how you're made. And then as you get older, it gets very exciting because you get to come into new understandings of yourself. You get to stop being so hard on yourself. I remember 20s were like just the worst because you just constantly think even though you're young in comparison to your 50s, which is, I'm a, a good half century old now. So especially compared to when you get older, but for some reason in your 20s, you constantly think you're late and you haven't accomplished enough. And even though you're at the youngest point of your whole life and you're experiencing youth, there's, 
this pressure that we put on ourselves to have to achieve, 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 and I haven't done enough, and I haven't, I, I haven't made enough money. I should be farther along in my career. I should have experienced more in relationships and this and that, and I should be more intelligent. I should be whatever. And no, just be. <laughs> just breathe and just be, especially in your 20s, because you have so much time ahead of you. I'm going to say it again. You have so much time. And the older you get, the more fruitful you get with your life. The more wisdom you have, the more you uniqueness of understanding you have of who you are and how you're made. And you can start fine-tuning that and walking in that and molding that and crafting that. And with each decade, I think we get better and better and better and better. So I have actually really enjoyed getting older from that perspective because at, at one point you just stop caring about what other people think and um, you live more for the fullness of, of who you are and a genuine appreciation for this is me and um, so be good to yourselves please be good to yourselves give yourself grace and enjoy the journey. Um, how long have I been talking now? It's hard to say. Um, oh my gosh, I hope this is working. All right, Jenny Drew, I hope this is working. So, what else to talk about? I don't know. I don't really know. Um, I love being the CMO, the Chief Mama Officer, to all the babies. I am so incredibly taken by Jenny Drew's accomplishments. And I'm really excited for the future of this company. Um, I was there upon its foundation. We built it together. We created the core values together. I remember specifically being in the car, creating the core values, the two of us, she was driving. We were actually driving to see Bobby's mom. And believe it or not, we were the last two people in our family to see her before she passed and our drive was creating the core values of all the babies and I find that very profound because as she was coming to the end of her life we were birthing something new and she would have absolutely loved all the babies Grandma Evie had such incredible taste Wow. Um, so yes, I was just so much a part of it with Jenny Drew in, in the beginning and I love how she just runs it like the boss that she is, the CEO boss that she is. What a girl boss. Um, but I have so many good memories of we would do the little fairs together and we would pack up and go different places and try to sell like five articles of baby clothes and and we wrestled through and would, you know, watch Shopify and just wait for like one little ding to go off. And, and now suddenly, boom, here she is three years later and she's looking to grow again and, and expand that foundation. And now that she's entering this next phase of her life where 
she's going to be Mrs. Ubari. It's a new stage of communion and partnership and collaboration with her husband around this company and their skill sets coming together and the uniqueness of each of them becoming one just building upon their love and building upon the way they're uniquely made to make each other better and I think that together they need each other to make all the babies grow to its next next level and I love that and I celebrate that and I think that's the way relationship at its best could be is that two people come together and the two really do become one and they make each other better and I think Alex and Jenny Drew make each other better I know Bobby and I we make each other better and even with all the struggle the good times the bad times whatever it is at the end of the day we make each other better and we're meant to do life together and so I think when a couple comes together in marriage that covenant creates this bridge of opportunity to actually fulfill your fullest destiny as one because you you do complete each other it's very Jerry Maguire but it's true and um, in the best way not in the codependent way in the very best way where you have two full people coming together and acting as one singular force to do great things in the world I think that is marriage at its best and I don't think that happens overnight and I don't think that happens without struggle but I think that is the most worthwhile adventure and um, I'm a huge fan of family I'm a huge fan of family and the foundation that it is that if we can build upon a strong family it, it helps us to soar it really does and um, I think I get that from being Greek my dad is fully my big fat Greek wedding and uh, I was raised with an incredible love for family so um, gosh anyway happy late Valentine's Day lots of love to all of you um, again here I am the CMO I think I'm gonna sign off and this was really fun um, so I just want to thank you all for being a part of all the babies and for listening to the porch time podcast it means so much to me and I know it means so much to Jenny Drew and I am excited about the future Truly. Bye.